Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. It wasn't until I got out of prison. I said, man, I got to get this nigga on the phone. I got to get this right. nigga over here. Yeah. And that's when, you know, I think you and I did a piece of a time. I came, I came to the house on the came south side. Came to the pink and house. I, I was telling somebody a story the other day because yep. I didn't know the song was what it was. So yeah. I came over there with me and you did another song. Which one? I, we did another song I had. And I was like, yeah. Then I, was, I played you piece up at the end. Yeah. And then I was like, shit, I don't really want it, man. You can have it. And I remember you gave me this look like, oh, yeah. I thought about it, I went over there, you put the verse and I came back, I was like, you know nah, what? Nah, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold on to this, man. I'm a diverse individual. All of this shit is real. Everybody like, ah, what is it? Is he a family man? Is he a trapper? Is he a ladies man? Well, I'm all of it. All of it. I beat your ass, kiss your girl, and go tuck my kids in. And then I show up <laughs> and lead a march on the weekend. <laughs> it's all real. This is Expeditiously. I am Tilt T.I. Uh-huh. Now, the following experience is not a test. The conversations and stories expressed on this podcast are meant to be an expression of purpose and truth. This show, properly entitled Expeditiously, is a free exchange of ideas and opinions. No judgment, no preconceived beliefs, no fear. You're encouraged to share your thoughts and ask any question as long as it's done with respect. And that's through true love and respect for others that we will change the world and speak truth to power one show at a time. Now, without further ado, this is Expeditiously. I'm Tip T.I. Harris. Hey, listen, man, this is Expeditiously. I'm your host, Tip T.I. Harris. Now, I hate doing intros for people that I know. And this brother is kind of like, you know, family to me, man. And I mean, not just like an acquaintance, not just on a professional level. This is, you know, a longstanding relationship uh, with one of the best in the game and, you know, outside of the hip-hop industry. From what we built called Trap Music, you know what I'm saying, he He's definitely, uh, I would say, a founding forefather. Uh, I won't get into accolades or awards, you know what I'm saying? Because like me, I know he don't give a fuck about that shit. Not at all. All that matters is the money. Yeah, so without right. further ado, man, I would like to introduce my man, my partner, the snowman. Hey, what it do, what it does, so, baby. So, What's you, so look, bro, you, 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 you dropped the young from your name. Yeah, man, the money got grown. <laughs> Straight up. And, and, it, and it was about Jevity, though. You know, we came in the game, it was, you know, it sounded the good yeah you know but then when you walk in these buildings and you make your move and you want that that extra 10 15 years it just yeah it, it, it didn't work i mean you know what i'm saying you've been in the game what is it like 15 16 16 now? years yeah and i remember when i was first coming home from the joint right you were going crazy yes you were going crazy with with with, with the mixtape trap or die trap tr- streets is watching streets is watching then, then trap, trap or die, or die. yeah gotcha. yeah and that shit got down because at the time i was the only motherfucker on the block you oh know yeah what believe me? i was on the block block though <laughs> <laughs> i would listen i would listen to uh 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 i'm serious you know, bagging up, bagging up. You know, bag, bag <laughs> at the Sheraton Inn. You dig that part? Now you describe your childhood as empty, right? What What exactly did you mean by that? Ah, uh, man, it was it was more so like um, I was talking to somebody else about this the other day. It's just like the households we come from; they really didn't teach us about expressing ourselves. Or have, like I didn't have like the family dinners or the right. sit down. A lot of shit that I figured out now. You know what I'm saying? As I as I came of age, like how to raise my kids yeah. and how to give them that that foundation. 
for me, I didn't feel like I had. I was getting real life. You know what I'm saying? I can understand that. Yeah. I, I think we don't really understand how much we don't have until we get it. I mean, I, I think, you know, for me, my my hardships is is is, is my foundation. You yeah. know what I mean? And and the more I start to come into things, I start to really realize that that was my that was my blessing. That was right. my gift. So, you know, even though it was empty, now it's it's full. I got an abundance of this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's coming yeah. from everywhere. But I had to, I had to go through that um, to get where I'm at. You know what they say? You know, the, the darker the night, you know, the brighter the stars. That's right. You know? That's real. I think that's one thing that, you know what I'm saying, we've always kind of taken and had the opportunity to not only learn from 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 our adversities but also take a moment to laugh at that shit. Yeah. You I mean know? definitely. Especially, you know, you know, you bumping your head and you know, in and out of jail. Because the shit didn't to, kill you. Yeah. You but, know what but, I mean? but, but it made you smarter though. Absolutely. And we still here in in spite of it. Yeah. I think that's the I think that's the blessing, you know what I'm saying? And and a lot of people don't know this about you, but after Hurricane Katrina, you opened your house to Correct. refugees. Yeah. Offering those who were displaced, you know what I'm saying, from their homes uh, a place to stay. Right. Now what exactly prompted you? Because I helped too. Okay. But open your own personal house, yeah, bro? What the yeah. fuck made you do some shit like that? I mean, at the time, man, you know, I'm just... Seemed uh, like a good idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was on tour. Right. Uh, I had a big crib. You know, all the homies, like, and, and the crazy thing is, like, all my home When I when I first got on, my mm-hmm. whole neighborhood stayed in my house. I stayed in the cul-de-sac. It was me, two doctors, and a ball player. Damn. And my, the whole Duncan Block Avenue was in my house. Damn. So we was on tour, and I was like, uh, we had like three tour buses, so nobody was at the house. You right. know what I'm saying? So a lady that worked for me, she thought it was a good idea, and I was like, cool, you know, it's, ain't nothing really in there of value but some TVs, just lock the studio part up, yeah. and it's cool with me. Um, so it 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 wasn't it wasn't no pressure, but that's just the type. My grandmother raised me like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like shirt off your back. You know, you just you get your blessings that way. Yeah. You know, so for me, it was only a house. You know. Now, we've had like we've had tons of experiences. You know what I'm saying with one another. Uh, I watched you go through your shit. You watched me go Damn through my sure shit, yeah. and we've gone through shit together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now we can actually sit here, man, and tell stories all day, like the Vegas shit. Yeah. The Vegas. <laughs> you, want, you want to start the Vegas? Shit? <laughs> Let's start with the Vegas shit. <laughs> I'm gonna start backwards though. <laughs> all I remember running with you and Tiny through uh, through slot machines. Yeah. And uh, y'all guided me, and I'm running in the slot machines in the bar. Now we're going to rewind back and take it back to the front. Now you want to take yeah. it from there. Okay. <laughs> so it was, I think, the American Music Awards, Ooh, if absolutely. I ever mistaken, like 2008, 2009, yeah. something like that. And uh, we were, we had both been there, you know what I'm saying? We were, So it was after party, and we was, like, finding shit to do, places to go. So we said we were going to go to, uh, what was it? No, you hit me. We, we went to a club, and we were sitting there. It yeah. Was like it was, it was kind of slow. Okay. And you looked at me, you said, uh, we should go to Tao. <laughs> and I'm like, alright, cool. Believe, I believe JD was having some cool. shit or something like that. Yeah. It felt, we from Atlanta. It felt right. like, you know what I'm saying, the right thing to do at right, the time. Right, right. So uh, we went to Tao, and uh, we get there, 
cracking, by the way. Yeah, shit with Jeff. I mean, it was crazy. It was Jeff like a motherfucker. Now, I had a suit on. Right. I had a suit on. I was right. dressed like I was coming straight. And, and I was looking like this all you black. Was, you, right. was, yeah, you had a dicky suit. <laughs> right. He had a dicky suit on. Man, As with, a matter of fact. With some chucks. <laughs> right. With blue shoelaces. Uh, tie up. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. so, <laughs> and so we get there, and, you know, they tell me, of course, uh, yeah, Tip, you good, but your homeboy, he outside the dress code, so right. we can't let him in. So I say, nah, 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 we came together. We going in here together. You know what I'm saying? I can't leave nobody out. And uh, at that moment while we're having that discussion, Akon walks up. Right. Akon walk up, look at us. He shake our hand, dap us up. He's like, man, what's, what's the problem? What's going on? I say, man, yeah, they trying to they trying to hold us from getting in, man, because Young ain't got, he, he ain't in dress code. And Akon say, all right, cool, man. Hold up, man. Let me, let, let me holler at him. So he go and he speak to him for a few seconds. Then he look back at us, throw the deuces, right. and walk on in. Me that and part. Young look at each other right. and say, you know what we got to do. <laughs> right. So then I go up to him and say, listen, man, y'all got two options, man. You can let us in or we rolling. What is it going to be? Hey, man. And we got the rolling. Right. And we got the rolling. Se- we, sec- second option. You dig what I'm saying? Right. You know, we ch- they chose the latter. So here we are fighting with security. I'm in a suit. Mind you. All right, so we fight with security outside of Club Tau. And, you know, in a fight, everything happens, you know, very, very fast in the blink of an eye. And in no time, we went from fighting security to fighting police. Right. Now, what happened is the police came and lined up. Uh, After we had them whooped up on the security. Okay. And uh, they were standing between us. Like they going to stop something. Right. It was like a line. It was probably, <laughs> it was probably like nine, ten of them. And, and we, I remember me and you standing in the middle. We went straight to and, work. And I said, uh, I looked at you. <laughs> and I gave you that look. You know what I mean? It was straight to work. We went straight to work. <laughs> you feel me? And so now, in the midst of all of this. Yeah. We hear, I hear pop. I said, oh, shit. Right. And then I turned to Young, and he wiping his face. face. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, and I shot Young in the face. <laughs> and, and, and motherfucking, he, he, he wiping it. And I say, like, this shit blue. Yeah, it was some foam. It was mace foam. Foam. Never and had seen it. Me, hey, man, me neither. I done seen mace. I ain't right. never seen, seen no, no mace foam. pellets. So, all right, so at this point, Young down. Me, my old lady was in the midst of this too. Right, I don't know right, how in right. the hell. So me, young, Tamika, I we get him go cause the police was still fighting. They were still fighting the rest of the guys. So we going on downstairs and, and, and getting them through the slot machine and, and kind of basically taking cover so we so he can get himself together. We get to the bathroom. I give him. I say, man, rinse your face out. Rinse your face out. Gave him some uh, some paper towel. I say, you straight? He said, yeah. I say, good, because I'm on probation. Well, I, got get out, go, get <laughs> I got to go, man. You on your own? <laughs> no, hey, no, that shit was crazy, man. man. That could, man. That shit would have been such a violation oh, for me. Oh man, it was for me though, because by the way, I still a true story. I go back to town. Uh huh. Um, maybe like. A year and a half, two years later, I'm with Jay Z and Beyonce. Okay, I go sit in there. We having dinner. <laughs> Puff across the table. Mary J. Blige here. Nelly here. Yeah, they come tap me on the shoulder. Damn, we need to talk to you. I said, "What's going on?" And then Jay look at me like, "Yo," <laughs> and they uh, they look at me and they say, "Yo, you know you can't be in here." I say, "Yo, man, that was two fucking years ago." Man, man. y'all still tripping? With. By, by the way. To this day. What? They still ain't fucking with you? No, they ain't fucking with me. What? I done been back to town plenty of times, man. Listen, you know you're my, you, you know you my dog. So when I saw that, I had to make a call. I said, yo. But then my man say, uh, uh, 
Uh, yeah, tip good, but you know I can't play that card. Yeah, but I'm saying, but shit, we need to get, hey, man. Listen, whoever was in charge at town, man, that shit worked. That, that shit was out, a while man. ago, yeah, man. man. It was what, like and 10 it was, years and, ago, and it was your security fault. It was, yeah, man. They should have let us. We were supposed to be there. Yeah, they, they they asked for that. Hey, who doesn't need to find the best brands in all lifestyle categories? Combined with fast, free one day shipping, free returns, and 24 seven customer care. Bear shop. That's right. I said Verishop. It's a new online shipping site with fashionable brands that you need for every moment in your life, from women's and men's fashion to home decor and beauty and wellness. They get your purchases to you fast with free one-day shipping and free returns with no membership fee and no minimum purchase required. You shouldn't always have to scroll through hundreds of products to read thousands of reviews trying to spot the fakes in order to get one-day shipping. Verishop is the kind of online shopping site that you're going to want to tell your friends about. You dig what I'm saying that's why i'm telling you so shop vera shop for the fastest free shipping out there and with my promo code new vera shop customers can take 15 percent off the first purchase to try it out okay just go to verashop.com and use my promo code t-i-p that's vera shop v-e-r-i-s-h-o-p.com with the code t-i-p and that'll get you 15 percent off of your first purchase now exclusions do apply man i mean and we both kind of made names for ourselves you know what i'm saying uh Let's just say standing on our principles. I mean, it's all, for me, bro, like, you know, that's why I think we always just been solid because it's always been about integrity. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It never was really about the music or uh, 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 what was going on in your personal life or vice versa. Like, right. you know, it's just always been a mutual respect. And, and, and especially coming from the city, I feel like we the, we, we the fathers of standing on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I always made when you thought about Atlanta. You thought about stand-up guys, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that we were always able to keep, even in Atlanta, especially back then when we were coming up, man, early 2000, we was always able to keep Atlanta business in Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if I ain't fuck with you and you from Atlanta, when we outside of the city or something, we the only one there, I ain't finna like, you know, I ain't finna put it on broadcast, man. Man, fuck that nigga. I don't fuck with him. And right. I think that's what made the city strong. Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, that was the code. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the code that we enforce. Absolutely. You know, I, I feel um, like, you know, now, more so than ever, like a lot of things, a lot of people ain't being held accountable. And it was like when we was coming up, it was about being yeah. held accountable. And that shit affect your music career. That's it real. Affect your money. That's real. <laughs> if you With no order, there's chaos. Right. <laughs> you, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Now listen, man. You've been getting money for a long time. Absolutely. Now, but uh, I think back in 2007, you fucked your Lamborghini up. Right. Uh, coming out of Peachtree. Coming out of uh, Justin's. Oh. But let me tell you the craziest shit though. Okay. This on God. <laughs> I had a dream about a month before that because I seen Akon. He had the same car. Why White. is Akon always in the midst of our fucking trouble? That motherfucker. That. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so you're right. Hey man, Akon. Right. He's an elusive right. motherfucker, man. So, so he had he had a a, a white uh, Murcielago too. Okay. With a uh, mine was white with red seats. And uh, I had white and red wheels on it. I think he had red wheels on his joint. Yeah. I had a, I seen seen him at the light, hollered at him. So like a couple of days later, I had a dream. I just remember seeing him coming out of uh, 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 Justin's. And I remember, I knew it was a dream because the, the car actually had a back seat. And he uh -huh. had some girls in the back seat. So okay. I knew it was a dream. So when he pulled out, uh -huh. somebody hit him. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn. So, you know, I made sure he was straight and pulled off. I'll be damned, like three weeks later. 
I'm riding. It's, it's my birthday. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So my mama there, my family there, the whole hood, all my homies, everybody. So it was like 300 deep. Right. So we eating. I got a party on the east side when I leave there. Right. So I get in the car. Uh, we lining up. Everybody getting ready to pull out. My man blocked the traffic so that uh so that I can that I can get through. Right. So when he blocked the traffic, I come out. A cab doing about 75 <laughs> just hit, dead on hit me. But I swear to God, my nigga, like, I did not blink. I did not think. I just remember just because it's a two-door, and, you know, the doors go up like this. So I just remember just slide to the side. I, all I saw was lights. Right. And when I when I, when I I came back down, the whole the whole side of the car was smushed in. And so, the look, the only reason you, you, you didn't get fucked up because you slid over. Because of the dream. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember how he got hit. I swear, uh. it was crazy, bro. So... The car, we get out the car, it's total, I can't even get out. So I got a little cut on my head, that's all I had. Yeah. $700,000 total. Damn. total. So you got a new Bugatti, I mean, a new uh, Lamborghini no, no, out of deal. What I did was, uh, as soon as they wrecked it and I found out, you know, that I wasn't going to be able to pull off, yeah. I went down the street to my condo, hopped in my Ferrari, went to the party. <laughs> I, I tied, I tied a, a T-shirt around my head. Yeah. And uh, shit, I kept it moving. The show must go on. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but, it, but it's crazy, though, because, you know, God work, man. And he, hey, man, you got to listen to you got to listen to the to the vision. Right. You got you to gotta pay attention to the signs that sent to you. By the universe, because they'll give you signs. Oh, man, it, even like that with life, bro, I swear, like, a lot of the shit I did in my life that um I knew was wrong, right. I, I saw it before, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I knew how it was going to play out. Or, or things that I, I know I shouldn't have done that I don't do because I see how they play out. Mm. And, and I swear, it always come like a sign. My grandma used to tell me that back in the day, like, you got to just... Watch for the signs, and and by the way, just so just so we clear, had that car hit me, mm. I'd probably been a paraplegic, man. Damn. Straight up. So listening to your vision, or should I say, recognizing the message from your vision, right, is what got you standing tall today. Yeah, that's what got me out the streets. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And by and by the way, you by the way, I remember you walked in the studio. <laughs> this is my 0405. He coming in. I'm record trap it down. I got about 3.5 between the booth and the lounge, mm. and um. I just remember you walking in and you were like, yo, bro, like, let me talk to you in the bathroom at Patchwork. Yeah. And you was like, look, man, you got talent. You know, you might want to focus on the music. You can't do both. And I remember just sitting there thinking like, damn, I just thought that's what goes on. Everybody does both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and um, that was a real changing point for my career because a lot of people that I was dealing with wouldn't tell me better. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like there was waiting for you to crash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or Or... That you were still, they were still eating through you, right? So they they wanted you to stay on the path you was on because right. it was surreal, like to go from where I was in the street to actually being on a stage that fast, right? It, it was real, you know. It, it happened fast, so it, it took a lot fast. of getting used to. You know what I said about what I probably did. I ain't do but eight nine months on a probation violation, right? So when I went in. You was still on the block full time. Absolutely. And when I got out, you was goddamn in the club right. getting $20,000 a show. Unbelievable. So I'm like, man, how the fuck? <laughs> what? Where? How long yeah. have I been gone? No, it was crazy, bro. I, I, I still remember, like, coming in the club, like, when um coming to Magic City. I still remember the night Meech was like, yo, this tip. And I was just mm -hmm. sitting there like, damn. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and we were chopping it up in Magic right. City. And it went from that. 
But a lot of and people... see, that's where I know you from. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't from... meet you through music. I met right. you. We have a mutual acquaintance, which is with, Big Meats. Big Meats, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Zippo. Right. So Zippo... Free Zippo. Zippo and I have our own relationship, and, and I knew Zippo, and, and Zippo and, and, and Young got their own relationship. Right. So he brought us together yeah, before... Yeah. Right. Young had released any music. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? But Zippo be with a thousand niggas. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I was like, yeah, okay, cool. That's right. What's up? What's happening? And, and, and from there, we had other, like, you know, we'll bump heads and see each other in the club and speak. But it wasn't until I got out of prison. I said, man, I got to get this nigga on the phone. I got to get this right. nigga over here. Yeah. And that's when, you know, I think you and I did a uh, piece of a town. I came, I came to the house on the came south side. Came to the pink and house. I, I was telling somebody a story the other day because yeah. I didn't know the song was what it was. So yeah. I came over there with me and you did another song. Which one? I, we did another song I had and I was like, yeah. Then I, I played you piece up at the end. Yeah. And then I was like, shit, I don't really want it, man. You can have it. And I remember you gave me this look like, oh, yeah. And I thought about it. I went over there. You put the verse and I came back. I was like, you know nah, what? Nah, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to this, man. Hey. And, that, and I was telling somebody else about that shit the other day, like um, how we did I Got Money for mm. for for, um, for the recession. And remember, yeah. Kanye was supposed to be on there. Yeah. Right? And and he changed the, the beat to the... Uh, yeah. And I, when he sent me the record, I was like, yo, man, you changed the whole song. So... He called me and asked me who produced it. I told him Toomp. Right. So that's how him and Toomp got a line. So that's where Big Brother, all yeah. that shit came from. Now, he didn't even know who Toomp was. I gave him Toomp number. That's right. But but um, it was our record, uh, uh, Wait Till I Get My Money Right. Uh, so that came from I Got Money. He just changed the beat. And he called me like six months later after I told him I didn't want the verse. Right. Because he changed the, oh. And he called me. He's like, yo. Can I use your ad libs for this for this song? And I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, you know what I mean, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it came out to be uh, our record, which was, I got money. He changed it to, Wait, did I get my money right? Ain't that some shit? That's some shit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> listen, man, the the art of making adjustments will determine yeah, your future. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to adjust and change with the flow of business, man. And you've been able to do that many, many, many different times For before. Sure. For sure. Um, I mean, you, like we, what was the, the motherfucking, uh, the verse that I said on I Got Money is some shit that actually happened. When I, I, I was talking about running out of gas, in a Ferrari right. and I hopped out that motherfucker left it there and went right, right, another right, car. right, 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 right. Uh, and that was the dumbest shit I could ever think of doing. <laughs> I mean Hey man you gotta do it at least once in your life baby. I mean shit. you know what I'm saying you I know? guess it's best to do it young yeah. you dig know what I'm saying yeah. now you also tested you know your acting chop side man right. and janky promoters right. you know you, you, you got a chance to Share the screen with Ice Cube, Mike Epps. Yeah, you know what I mean. Dope. And that was that was a dope ass movie. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Still yeah. one of the funniest motherfuckers to watch today. Now, any plans to go back to the big screen? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm here now, so I'm out here moving around, moving and grooving. Yeah. Um, mostly producing. Okay. Um, we just produced this um this uh a series called the um auctioneer. Okay. Um, dope. Uh, starring Bubba Sparks. Five. Yeah, it's dope. And who you who you uh doing it through? Um, actually we're doing it ourselves, independent. Dope. Yeah, and uh, actually I'm working on a documentary called Entrepreneur. Okay. Definitely gotta get you on that. Sure. Definitely dope. Um but but other than that I'm just like producing. Um I'm definitely in the acting space. 
That's I fine. feel like I've been in front of the camera all my life. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like for me, it's just it's, it's second nature. You know, but I, I feel like producing and um, being hands on and being creative is better than the hurry up and wait game for me. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like that. I like the Ice Cube route. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting in the debt is easy, but getting out is exponentially harder. Especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. You know what I mean? Like the next day. That's ASAP. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards and to meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to Upstart.com slash TIP to find out how low your Upstart rate can go. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's Upstart.com slash TIP. You know, Michael Douglas told me, right, uh, we were, we was on, on the set of Ant-Man, and you know what I'm saying? Like you said, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. So Michael Douglas said, you know, people always, like producers in, in movie studios, they always, like, ask me about why my rate is so high. And I tell them, well, to be honest with you, the money isn't for the acting. I do that for free. Mm. You see, the money you're paying me for my time in between cut and Absolutely. action. <laughs> yeah, that's real shit, though. I mean, it, it, it just even the auditioning part, like you know, yeah. just say for instance, you know, like you know, we could have wrote Boys in the Hood, you know, shout out to John Singleton, but like, right that's what you know what I mean. Like, we we creative, like even I remember seeing, um, damn, what was that video, man? That uh, 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 what you know about that? I remember being okay. at the crib. And and seeing that video come on and just seeing what that video did and that song did for the movie. Right. It, it brought it to life. I mean. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. That, hey, look, look, look hey, just just for whatever it's worth, the movie did a lot for the album. Too. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. The connection right, with King, right, that shit, right. that, that was a hell of a boost. But, but, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, even when I saw, um. And I tell people all the time, like, even when I saw you rubbing shoulders with, like, Russell Crowe and Denzel. Right on. she was surreal, bro. Like, you know, we That's basically real. from the same town. And we come right? from the same shit. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So, it like, it like when when you see that, you know, it's just a matter of time before we take, you know, before we take the lead, start doing our own films that, you know, like, culturally that are just as big for right. us. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> you know, we have creative minds like that. You know? That's real. Now, listen. Okay, so... I know we look back and we have a lot of experiences, a lot of moments to share. Um, 
we've spent so much time around each other that having this conversation, like, you know what I'm saying, in front of other people, just saying, me interviewing you, this shit seemed right. weird as a motherfucker. <laughs> but we talked so much about looking back, right? Yeah. But did you ever think trap music would grow to where it is now? Nah. Because I, 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 no, I'm going to tell you why, though. I remember... I remember with them boys when I was like, it's taking too long to lock up, bring it back. Man. If, if it's showing in the way, bring a stat. But just how people took to the fact that um, you got that off on the radio. Man. It was unreal. It was like, yo. Bruh. Right. With that kind of conversation, right. only a few of us <laughs> understood what that right. shit meant. Yeah, but the hood was going crazy. That's what I'm saying, the bro. The hood was going crazy. White so, people was like, I like it, but what does, right, it, mean? What does it mean? Right. And <laughs> even, 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 you know, nine O's or... And, and, and a lot of the music that we made over the time, it was for a specific audience, yeah. uh, a specific group of people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now when you hear trap music, like everybody take to it. And it's just like, you know, to me, there's it, a few cats that really get it off that I'm like, okay. That's two things. It's two things that go with that. One, you got the beat. Cause most motherfuckers listening to to the beat before right. they even get a chance right, right, to right, absorb right. the lyrics. Right. So the beats is always you got high frequencies and low frequencies mixed together. So that shit gonna always it's gonna be fucking exhilarating when right. you hear it. First listen. I don't know what the fuck going on here, but I like it. That's, that's right. what that's what trap music do. That's for right. Me. And also with you know you got the crack epidemic phasing into the opioid epidemic. You know what I'm saying? People dealing with drug abuse, drug use, drug dealing. Everybody has been affected. Whether you, mm. whether you're an addict or a dealer yourself, or whether you are related to an addict or a dealer, or whether you got your radio snatched out your car by right, an addict. Right, right, right. You know what I mean, like that shit is going to be ever present in people's lives. Right. So it ain't going nowhere no time soon. Right. We didn't know that shit when we started doing nah, it. Ah, hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, for me, because it was just about getting out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you, didn't do, you know, I was always thinking, like, when I did Soul Survivor, I was like, oh, shit. Soul <laughs> Survivor, hey, listen, that was one of the most. Right. That shit. Hey, look, bro. You didn't plan on that song yeah, being yo, what it was. By the way, listen, it wasn't even on the original album. Somebody, <laughs> when they leaked the album. Yeah. Because somebody leaked my leaked all my music from Patchwork. It blew up from Patchwork Studios. It blew uh, up on the bootleg. The label See, calling was like, yo, this, this is single. Making adjustments. Right. Life is a series of adjustments. Absolutely. You stop adjusting, you start dying. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? You adjust right. from the time you born, you yeah, know? Right. From goddamn uh, learning to hold your head up, learning to crawl, learning to walk, learning to talk, right. learning to feed yourself, kindergarten, going to school. You make adjustments yeah, all right. throughout your life. And when you stop adjusting, you start, start dying. dying. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. What I would like to do in the spirit of... Uh, my partner Nipsey Hussle because he was all about bringing people together. Good, good one. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no, Nipsey was Nipsey was special, man. Man, I'm talking about Nipsey was special. You don't meet a motherfucker younger than you who got there sit down and you when you sit down and talk to him, they teach you something, right? You know what I'm saying? Because he came to me for advice about it was about uh. Hustle Game, the clothing line. So he saw when we took Hustle Game, the clothing line, from like a merch item and made it a full-fledged clothing line. And he got and hit me and was like, yo, how, how, how you do that? Right. And so I told him how I did it. 
uh, which was basically, man, get it big enough to where motherfuckers ask for it in the um, in, in, in the specialty stores. And that kind of caught the attention of a motherfucker who I was already doing business with for a coup. And, you know, this shit just kind of meshed together and made sense. And I, he was like, yeah, but how you do your manufacture? I say, see, that's the thing. I got with some people who already do manufacturing and distribution. So all I got to do is ha- approve the fucking design. Right. He said, yeah, but I think I could do that myself. No, he's smart like and that. Then, <clears throat> look, and he's I look like up. And, then the, and, and when he took it a step further. Not only did he do the manufacturing and distribution, he also had a, a, a fucking flagship store as right, retail right, right, right. in his hood. Right, smart. That's some shit that I, man, you know what, to be honest with you, I always wanted to do it, but just never had the time. Yeah. I was like, man, I ain't, I'm not finna stay at no store and watch all this shit going on. So I just, but I, I commend him and admire him for taking what I told him right. and, and elevating away. it. Now, so listen, man, I, I had, um, I took Nipsey into a, uh, when I got my senior VP job at uh, Atlantic Records. Gotcha. And, and let me tell you how, how, how things work. So my first order of business was to get Boosie off of Warner Brothers, get him on Atlantic Records. That's right. Take Gotti, sign Gotti to Atlantic Records. Uh-huh. This is my first order of business. Right on. So... Let's I, talk I brought, about how Atlantic Record gave you a senior VP position yeah. that I got there made. They had hundreds of millions of dollars in <laughs> there. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Let me talk about that, man. I commend you for that. You know what I'm saying? Now, it could be envy right here, right, but right, instead, right, right, it's, right. It's, it's, it's appreciation and, and congratulatory expressions. And I think the youngsters could learn a lot from, from that, that as well. So, so I, I, I take um, I take Nipsey over there. and um, Let me guess. They didn't get it. No, nah, I took him. Doing a deal. Deal is getting done. Okay. Sitting down, Craig Cowman, I'm playing basketball at his house with his son. We're doing, you know, the deal is getting done. Right. Go to Craig Cowman's house. If y'all don't know this. Uh, uh, Craig is the chairman of chairman Atlantic, Atlantic Records, Records, man. You know what I'm saying? He's, that's the guy who signed me. Yeah. Uh, and who turned Atlantic Records from an afterthought to right. the juggernaut that it is today. Right. So, um... I uh him and me of course. I get a phone call while I'm sitting over Craig's house to give me the phone on his house phone. Damn, it's Leor. Uh, Leor Cohen. Uh, he says to me, Jeezy, I know you want to. I know you. You almost got this Nipsey deal done. Mm-hmm. I want to do it for you, but the problem is, and this this is how the this is how. The bullshit fuck up business for us. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And this is exact words. Ross has an interest in Nipsey as well. So I can't let you sign Nipsey to the label because you and Ross are not seeing eye to eye. You guys are not getting along right now. So I feel it'd be unfair to let him, to let you sign him to the label. Why? I Listen, I'm sitting on the farm like, yo, man. That sounds crazy to me. Of course it does. So now, a few months go by, mm-hmm. them took Nipsey back over there and signed them behind my back. Mm. I don't even know he signed to Atlantic Records. Mm. I sit down, I'm having tequila with Nipsey at um, at this uh, spot. 
Uh, no, sushi New spot. York. No, not a sushi <laughs> spot. <laughs> not a sushi spot. I thought all the gangsters were right. sushi spots. <laughs> they man. do. I like the trash. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the Yakuza. You uh, know what I'm saying? And uh, he told me, he's like, yo, I've been on Atlantic Records for like, you know, like four months. And I'm going to wait until I get ready to drop my project. Victory Lap. To, to announce it. Uh, so it took him almost a year to drop Victory Lap. So he, he held the information for a whole year. Yeah. But they went right back behind me and signed Nipsey. <laughs> but told me I couldn't sign Nipsey because me and Ross w- was not seeing eye to eye, and I and I just remember then, like the power, you know, that we give them when we ain't on the same page. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I would like to allow because Leo, I ain't gonna tell you no lie, man. As far as I've known, Leo, man, he ain't did nothing but cut through the chase and get me the money. So I want Leo to answer to that because right. I think he would probably have adverse opinion to I think there's an explanation. I want, Leo, to be. I want Leo to have an opportunity, man, to come to Expeditiously and offer his explanation. Craig Calvin, you too. I know that, man, you know me and Craig, we ain't, we ain't spoke since I left Atlantic. Okay. We ain't spoke, man, but you know what I'm saying? Just to be honest with you, I had to know. I needed to know what was behind the curtain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I felt like it was a bunch of work being done, some strings being pulled, and but, but, buttons being pushed behind the curtain that I couldn't see. And I had to know what the fuck is back there. Right. And I felt like I'd never know if I didn't leave. You know what mm. I'm saying? And although I recognize that my career in music has taken a shift ever since. Um, and there's a lot of work that was being done on my behalf that I wasn't aware of, but I appreciate the knowledge and the wisdom that came from me having to do this shit myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know when a motherfucker tell you, man, don't worry about how to do that. I got it. Don't worry about how to do that. I got it. But now, nah, motherfucker, I want to know. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't really never nothing personal with, 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 with them and me, uh, but I think they may have taken it personal because, shit, they felt like, you know, this shit was for life. But you weren't going to give me the information that I wanted. I would only get that if, if I would have left but, but and had to acquire that information that's myself. Because I, be, I would be in uh, A&R meetings. And everybody telling you how to make records. And I just wanted to say, yo, do I need to line my plaques up back here? Because I'm, I'm clearly, I'm the only one here to roll some records. Yeah. And, um, you know, for me, I, I went there to get the game. But I had to kind of bounce because, you know, I signed Doughboy Cash out from Detroit. Right. And um, a couple which more was people. A, which was the, high, OT, one of the by, hottest signs of the year, by and by, the way. and by the way, even OT Genesis. Okay. Yeah. he, he OT Genesis came to uh, uh, um, one of our... Um, off-site uh, uh, meetings here in L.A. And um, I looked right at him. I said, yo, you, we got to sign him. Mm. I was in the club with him the night before. He had this record called Touchdown. I'm like, yo, we got to sign him. So that's how he got on Atlantic Records. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I was, I was making my move. B.O.B., same thing. I was in the I was in the meeting when they played the uh, 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 the record you and B.O.B. had. Uh, Which one? Uh, the, uh, uh, still in this bitch. Yeah. And I remember them like, you know, he needs a pop. I'm sitting there See, like this is the thing. I'm sitting there like yo. I've been in Magic City. This shit go crazy. This is the thing, man. This is what makes it okay. Atlantic Records, Universal Music Group, Warner Brothers, uh, Sony Records, Epic Records. Listen, man. I want to tell y'all something. Cause this is important. We have a hard time as black people when you okay. We have done what we need to do to earn the respect. 
and the consideration and the acknowledgement for you to give us positions. Right. All right. So when we get to them positions, we have to sit in rooms with you and sit back and listen to songs that come from people who are from our culture and hear you critique that shit as though you know what the fuck is going on. Right. You have been in the music business longer than me, but you have not been in the culture longer, longer than me. me. You've got to respect and acknowledge that what the fuck I'm saying is at least just as valuable as your experience. Absolutely. Or else we ain't going to take the job. I mean, well, that was right. For, well, because niggas don't want no job, no way. But I did get, you know, I got in a little situation. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? A K or two, Man. and uh, you know they 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 uh you know they sever they 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 cut ties. Mm. Um, which I don't blame them. But I mean, man, listen, I ain't gonna tell no lie. They stood, they stood with me through. through I was, I was, I went to court with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. the crazy. I, when I seen you, Leo, you were there. Uh, uh, Kevin Lyles. I look back and seen. I was like, oh man. Yeah, I oh, seen everybody in court with you. I, that shit I'm was like a real. Not getting a- <laughs> <laughs> that shit was like, hey, that shit was like a real mafia movie. Hey man, listen, like- bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. It was people picketing <laughs> <Right>. outside, <laughs> protesters outside it, it was of a real, the federal it was a, courthouse. It was a real mafia movie, bro. But, but, I, but to me, that was my first time really seeing like the the the, the power. Right, that that music had. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like that was real, because you know you go in courtrooms, ain't nothing but you and your lawyer That's and it. your homeboys. It's, it's at, the United States I, of America right, versus you. Right. <laughs> I looked at the whole front row. That's right. You was ready. That's hey, man. I was, <laughs> you was ready. Man, that was one of the, that was one of the toughest times right. in my life. You know what I'm saying? When you do that life movie. That's got to be in there. That's got to <laughs> be. That's got to be that scene. That was one of the. I'm playing. I'm playing myself. By the way. <laughs> hey, say, listen, right? The year 2020 shows up a lot in science fiction. A lot of people predicted that by now we'll be teleporting to work or living on Mars or time traveling or flying cars or anything, man. And a lot of those predictions were wrong. The truth is, we'll always get the future wrong, which is why we need to get life insurance right. That's where Policy Genius can help. Policy Genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze. In minutes, you can compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. You can save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and the red tape on your behalf. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home and auto insurance or disability insurance for that matter. So if your science fiction dreams for 2020 still haven't become science fact yet, don't get discouraged. Get life insurance. It takes just a few minutes to find your best price and apply at PolicyGenius.com. Policy Genius, because we'll always get the future wrong. We better get life insurance right. You understand? Thanks for listening to Expeditiously. Now available on Spotify app and at PodcastOne.com. What is the best decision you ever made? Best decision was uh, to make Trap or Die mixtape. Best decision mm. ever. Put it out. I remember being in the studio with Jazzy Faye, Trick Daddy, and uh, Noonie, and everybody's just like, nah, man, don't give it away for free. Best decision I ever made. Changed my whole life. Mm. Now, only if only we had streaming back then. Right. Jeez. I mean, even I look at it now, it's like, <clears throat> how do you, how do you, um, how do you tell the difference between what's an album and what's a mixtape? Because it sounds all the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, you know, back then, Trap or Die could have been an album. I could have gave it to the label 
and, and, and got one off the books. That's right. But I wanted to give it to my fans for free That's so real. they would rock with me. But it changed my life since I gave it away free. Hey, man, your favorite song for me, man. I mean, favorite. And I love—I'm a Jeezy fan, you know what I'm saying? I just—if you ain't never been to a Jeezy show, nigga, when he— he ain't even got to hold the mic. He can set the mic on a motherfucking stand on a on a on a stool and stand back and let them play the music and the crowd is gonna sing eighty yes, percent of the motherfucking songs. Now that shit is a that's a very that's a key quality, man. Call and response and interacting with your audience. That shit is priceless. Right. That's the kind of shit to goddamn keep you touring and, and in stadiums when you're 60. Right. You dig what I'm saying? That shit, man, is, I think that I got to tip my hat to you. On hey, that. hey, hey, man, come on. I mean, like, got, my, got, my favorite song from you, without a doubt, production and lyricism, bottom of the map. Yes, sir. That's one of them ones. That motherfucker there got a certain kind of, how do you go through your beat selection? I mean, it's, it's the first three seconds. It's the first three. If, if I hear something in the first three seconds, I already know what I'm going to go with. If, but if, if if I don't hear that, it's just a beat. Mm. So I can't I can't do nothing with it. But bottom of the map, when I heard it, yeah. knew what it was. Off the rip. As soon as I heard the dun dun Did they play it with that intro? Yes. Okay. It's one of the last records on <clears throat> TM101. Shorty Red came to the studio like the last day that we mixed so it. dope. And he said, I want you to hear this beat. And he played it. I was like, yo, put it up. Let's do it. Done. That shit that dope. Bottom that of the map. That dope. Uh, dope boys in the trap for you though. Dope boys in the Mon- trap. And, and, and uh, 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 Mon- twenty four. Yo, nigga, I remember we was at uh, the bounce. This is when I was first trying to premiere my shit, right? And uh, I came in there to do do like a um, do a show. I was opening up for somebody, and he just pulled up. It was over there on the west side. He just pulled up. Yeah, that shit. And you just ran. And you just ran to grab. You ran to grab the mic. And uh, as soon as I got off stage, you ran to grab the mic, and you did twenty four. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So this is before <laughs> I met you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you about to go on stage? Nah, I went on stage. I just got off. And I okay, okay. You just got off stage. It's then there's some open mic shit. And I grabbed the, the mic. mic. Damn. Turked up. Damn. I just remember sitting there going, "This motherfucker." Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hey man. And the whole crowd was money. I was like, God. Damn. Man, we both so have had I t- those I told moments. we got to go press up some more CDs, man. We both had, we, <laughs> hey, listen, we both had those moments. I think, goddamn, um, you had a hand in me kind of like simplifying my approach to music. But the bars. Yeah. You were talking about the, the 16 bars yeah. versus the 12 and right. 8. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I used to always yeah. do a 16 yeah. bar yeah. verse, maybe yeah. a 20 bar verse. Yeah. I used to get, I used to feed a motherfucker none but lyrics. Right, right, right. I used to give a motherfucker none but lyrics. And then I'm like, man, wait a minute. This nigga ending this motherfucking bar with the same thing he ending this right. bar with. And when you go to his shows, that's how they do the call and response. Yeah. I need to think about simplifying my right. method a little bit. We had a conversation. Yeah, we did. I, I was like, "Yo, you got to get back to that hook." Yeah, that's where it's at. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can say you can you can say what you say, but um, you know the hook is it, it, always gonna is always gonna move them. And, and and what I learned, like when you in them clubs and you in the spots, you in them shows. They just want to feel you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and nine times out of ten. And by the way, I write my verses like hooks. Mm. That's the cadence. You know That's what I mean? Real. Yeah. So it's like, 
You know, so, that makes sense. Yeah. So if, if you put it this way, if, if you if, if your verse, because I don't write. So if if I come up with a cadence for a hook, I already know if I got twelve bars, I'm gonna do another cadence for a hook as a verse and put four more bars on that. So that's two hooks now. That's real. And then you keep it going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's real. Yeah. I think. Listen. You know we have an installation centered around you in the trap music. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I pulled up one night. Yeah, <clears throat> I pulled up one night. It, it, it's seen a lot of squares over there. In the brick room. In the brick room. You I know like what I'm saying? That. Flow to ceiling. Yeah. Number white bricks. Right. Now, and like every installation, it reflects our real past and our real struggles. Some have accused us of glorifying the dope game and other similar views, but if you had to curate your own art installation at a museum, what do you think your response would be to that? Oh, man, snowman's winterland, man. <laughs> snow, some snowmen, some, some snow dwarfs, <laughs> a couple scales. Now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, Maybe some reindeer. You dig what I'm you saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, now, speaking of that, I know that you and Pimp, you and Pimp see before he passed, right. y'all had y'all words or whatnot. But the, cra- the, the let me tell you something, bro. I never stack of Bibles understood where that shit came from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it, it like it's the like it's Jay Prince called me. Right. <clears throat> I went to the studio, I did two records with Pimp and Bun. I did the uh get throw with me, him and Jay Z me, them and Jay Z mm-hmm. and I did another record. Came to Houston, shot the get throw record. Right. It was the first time I ever met Pimp. Right. Big fan. You know right. what I'm saying? I love Pimp C. Absolutely. Everybody does. Yeah. And I never got that. It was all and, and this is what really threw me off. I used to get money in Houston. Yeah. So I, I got locked up with $3 million going to Houston, Texas. And the nigga that set me up was from Houston, and everybody knew that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, I didn't understand where he was trying to draw the line like I wasn't really about what I was talking about because everybody in Houston, Texas knew that's what I was really doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I just I never understood it. But the craziest thing is right, right before he passed, he called my man, um, one of my guys, he was trying to get on the phone. He was like, I just want to talk to Jesus. And this was like right before he passed, man. Mm. And I never really, you know, we, we kind of, but we didn't get it back right. But I just, even with Bun, I was like, Bun, what the hell is going on? Like, right. why, why would Pimp, you know what I'm saying? You got to understand, like, I looked up to I mean, Pimp and Bun. We all you feel do. what I'm saying? We all do. So I never, to this day, bro, like, and, and it was crazy because a lot of people in Texas was like, really, like, tripping. On the line. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, yo, man, we love Pimp. But right. I never understood. So just so you, just so we clear, mm. I never understood where that came from. Hey, listen, I would be remiss and I'd be doing the public a, a, a terrible disservice if we didn't talk about Dope Boy Academy. Okay, that's the Ooh. album that you and I was uh, was yes. supposed. We we've told the people we was gonna do Dope yeah. Boy Academy for quite some time. Yeah, and we have several songs. We recorded at least. Six, seven, eight songs since then. Yes. And we still ain't put the project at. Are we going to put it at? And what does it take to put it at? I'm down. I just, you know, like I, the whole conversation, I was like. I've come to your studio. Yeah. You've come to my studio. I'm all, I'm all for You it. played me songs. I played you songs. But, but the last conversation, I was like, bro, we got. It, 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 I know the timing, but I was like, we got to do a movie. That's what it is. Or, or, or you many wanted to do a movie around it. A mini movie, at least something. We got to get, get some lights, camera, action in there. Hey, man, I ain't got no problem with that. I mean, the greatest journey begins with one step. There it is. We got to take the first step. There it is. Well, we got the music. I tell you what. 
if you're really serious, set a motherfucking date. Okay. Set a date that you don't mind and let's goddamn have, we would have to meet that date. Okay. What do you think? How long do you think it'll take us to get some shit I'll tell you what. It was, it's 2020. We'll we have a Dope Boy Academy album out before the end of the year. I bet you All right, that. that's a bit. All right, say that. All right, so I asked them. You yeah. heard it. Yeah. And shit. The rest. The, the movie, too, though. You know what I'm the saying? The movie, too, though. I don't think that shit gonna take no time, bro. Yeah, go. That shit ain't the, gonna take no time. The last shit we shot for your album, it took us. That shit was dope. We did that yeah, shit in five hours. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All we gotta do is show up, bro. That's it. Now, you had, you had some political, you know, installations when you did uh, My President is Black, right? right? Uh, tell me, what do you think has changed in politics, man? And, like, what, what made you, like, shift politically mm. to add your art to politics like when, that? When I was a taxpayer... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so it, it, was def- it, was de- it. It, it was definitely different. Um, two hours in rooms I had never been in, and I was getting conversations. And one of the conversations I heard when I was with my um, my, my older Jewish um, business partners mm-hmm. was the recession. Mm. And I didn't, you know, I I, I, I put them to the side. I was like, yo, explain to me what do you mean by that? He was like, you, you don't know what a recession is. And I'm like, yeah, I think. So we started kind of running through it. He was telling about the money. I'm like, but in the world? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So he was explaining it to me, and I just remember it scaring the shit out of me. And I was just like, yo, mm. I got to go tell this to the hood. So I put all my cars up, all my jury up, and I would just read and watch and go to the studio and write. And, and I was trying to put the message in the music right? because they was giving me the game. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So sure. I just was like, I don't want to talk about the streets no more. I want to talk about what's about to happen. That's what we all do. And, and, and what was crazy was because when I said the recession, a lot of people didn't know what the word meant. Right. So so I had to explain. Even my mom was like, what are you talking I was like, a drought. But on, <laughs> but, but, on, but on the money though, just so you know, Clay. We all know what a drought is, <laughs> right? So, when so I said imagine that on the with money, some money. Yeah, everybody like, there's no way. I'm, t- I'm telling you. So when it hit, you know what I'm saying. I was just, I was on time with the message, but it made me look at politics a little bit different mm. because I'm like, who can, who can help save, you know, what we got going, and, and um, that's where the whole. You know, Barack thing came about because right. I felt like, you know, this is somebody for us. Not just because he was black. You know what I'm saying? Just because. But it started there. He started there. Yeah. But the way he handled himself. Right. He seemed like a real leader. He you was very, he's very poised. Right. He's very poised and astute and, and direct. Right. And candid in his answers when you ask him a question. Most motherfucking politicians, you could pinpoint the time in which they evade answering the question. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Most motherfucking, mo- most politicians, Avoid more questions than they actually answer. Just like when we were sitting in the room with uh with, with, with Joe Biden, with Joe absolutely, Biden, which was weird. Hey, hey, listen, listen, hey man, I ain't got no problem with Biden. You know what I'm saying? I think hey, for me, it's anyone but Trump 2020. That's right, just me. Right, right. And if I was a selfish man, uh, I would want Trump to get another term because to be honest with you, he's phenomenal for the market, but. That ain't worth your integrity. Correct. You know what I'm saying? That ain't worth, because I got to think about the greater good of everybody, because if I'm the only motherfucker rich and other motherfuckers who I know, love, and appreciate got to go out there and deal with the fucked up world that he's left behind, right? that ain't valuable to me. I can't enjoy my money that way. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So, with that being said, right, 
Did that song change your view on politics? The My President's Black? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it definitely changed. I remember coming up with it in my condo. I was I was humming it, and I told my homeboys, I got to go to the studio. But I believe, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It, even when I done the record, I done it maybe five, four or five months before he won. Okay. So I already was putting so myself you, you out put there. So you put it into existence. Right. But I was already putting myself out. But I really believed that he can win. Just like when I went to the radio station, partner with the radio station, got buses, vans, and sure. busting people to vote, the whole nine. Like I, It was like he made you want to be a part of his campaign. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? But um, the whole politic thing for me just really, you know, you, you, you got to look at where you at in life. It's just like... You, you seeing the changes happening, and they, they they directly affect me. It's like if you're in the neighborhood and the prices go up on the work, that may it, that it directly affect you. This is a real right. It's a real conversation. Yeah. So that was really what's going on. I was just like, damn, like this is this 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 is crazy. Like, how the hell are we gonna have a shortage on money? You dig what I'm saying? When, when like five years ago, you couldn't get rid of it. It was Man. so much. You feel me? I mean, like, okay. So with that being said, now that you have kind of expanded your horizons in politics what do you look for in a candidate what i look for in a candidate man i look for for integrity i look for um i look for a purpose like like what 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 is he what is he about what what does he want to bring to the table how can he help the people you know um but the thing about politicians man they like you know, it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's kind of hard to meet somebody who, and that's the thing that I really respect about uh, Barack. He was in there for two terms, and he didn't have a stain on his jersey. You dig what I'm saying? That man never got no kind of bad scandal. Yeah. He ain't got caught yeah. doing. And by know. the and by the way, I feel like it did a lot for 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 the culture too because they made people want to really present their families to the world. In, in my opinion, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't like that before. I've been doing that shit. Yeah, that, I, makes yeah, sense, yeah. Though. that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Barack did it too. He got you know. <laughs> hey. Now, hey, man. Friends come and go. Right. Uh, in most cases, especially when your friends become your business partners. Right. Uh, the people who you came in the game with that you are no longer associated with, do you think that that was for the better of your progression? Or do you feel like, man, you know what, maybe I could have, you know, handled that different? Mm, I definitely think it, it's sometimes I could have handled some things different. But, um... When you're growing at a rapid speed, yeah, and 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 the people around you are not growing, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to be held back because you can't do the things you do for everybody if you right there with them. That's real. And and then like for me, a lot of my confusion because I'm a very loyal person it's just by nature. Mm. A lot of my confusion was trying to stay loyal and 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 and, and not That's- realizing that I was putting myself deeper in a hole. Right. So a lot of the opportunities that I could have really got you know, came with me trying to stay on this side of the fence. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's like over time, um, I really feel like I've done the best thing for me. And I had to learn mm. you can't live for other people. Like when you're around somebody and they bring you negative energy all the time, it's just like it's not good for your soul. You know what I'm saying? It's not good for, for – for, it's not even good to be around. You know, when they say you got to preserve your energy. That makes sense. Yeah, it's real. Well, it's two – well, you got two options in any relationship. I don't give a fuck who it is, right. man. It could be your wife. It could be your mom. It could be your, your child. It could be your homeboy, your business partner. You got two options. You can grow together 
You can grow, grow apart. apart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are the only two options. Um, and, I mean, a lot of people come up to me, man. They say, man, what's up with your boy Jeezy, man? God damn, yeah. man. Man, God damn, Carrie is so tough. I say, bro. What do you mean by that? Man, they just say you be hard on them. They just say you be stiff. They say you be real <laughs> stiff. Yeah. I tell them the same thing all the time. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> I can only go off how he, how, how he interact with me. Yeah. Whatever y'all interaction was, that's on y'all. Yeah. And I've seen you be stiff with some motherfuckers, like for real. Yeah. I have. Yeah, man. I done seen it. But shit, bro. I mean, if they don't give you the energy that yeah. makes you feel like you should give them an energy. Right. Then that's on them. Y'all got my everybody in their world got to figure out how to coexist. You, you know what it is though, bro. Like I still fight the fact. You know you got to really think. I'm 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 maybe ten, maybe eleven years removed from the streets. Like really, gotcha. A lot of that is 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 still yeah in me. Like and and I went through a lot of because when you because everybody <laughs> you know is an op. Right. Everybody is an up. Right. Until you, you know find out otherwise. It, absolutely. So, like, even if I'm showed up to a party, it ain't just a party. Right. You know what I mean? I'm on, it's a room full of ops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you there. Absolutely. And, 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 and it, it's crazy because I don't feel that way because I can see anybody that know me know I, I, I'm going to show you, like, real genuine love. But, it, like, if I don't understand it, even when I'm with me and mine, like, my people, my sister, my... I got to watch out for what's going on around us because I, I'm aware. That's real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when, when I'm when I'm out and about, I treat it like I'm out and about anywhere I go. And, and by the way, it's crazy you say that because people walk up on me sometimes be like, yo, and it's just the way they come. And yeah. I might be out moving dolo. Right. But my first thing, hold up. Like, let, 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 assist let, the threat. Like, assist oh, the threat. Right. Why are you hanging? Right, you, right. you got your hands right, right, at, bro. Right. Why you so close, man? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I like, get that. And that's crazy. But it's a part of our culture to be aggressive and kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Man, what's up, bro? Yeah, I fuck with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Man, so listen, bro. Because you fuck with me right. a little bit. <laughs> like, less volatile. Hey. I, and I get that, bro. Right, right, I, right. And I understand you. And I know you. Right. I mean, it ain't many motherfuckers who I didn't goddamn know before I got into the music being that I done stood back to back with. Right. You know what I'm saying? On, yeah. Right. You know, I remember when we was goddamn doing the Georgia Power Tour. Motherfucking Clay. Motherfucker ran Houston. I, it might have been Dallas. Yeah. So motherfucker ran upstairs, knock on the door. Me and you was in, in the room, goddamn. And Falant and was there too, I remember. Right. Right. And motherfucker knock on the door. And, um, we was, there was debauchery at, at play, but they say, man, clay downstairs. And then some motherfuckers got clay downstairs and, and, and whatever, whatever. They basically run the alarm. So we all got dressed, ran downstairs, get down there, and there's like a carload, maybe two carloads of niggas, and, and clay like, they're like, yeah, motherfucker, what's happening? Right. Man, hey, if anybody know Clay. Right. Big cap. Big cap. <laughs> Biggest gangster, triple, quadruple OG in the room. Man. Hey, man, look. Clay, but look, but but the thing is, the nigga Clay, he gonna handle his business, whether he by himself yeah. or whether it's yeah. 30 nigga with him. He gonna do that. But the energy is like... Whew, I'm glad y'all niggas killed. <laughs> yeah, boy, what the fuck going <laughs> on now? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. we out there shoulder to shoulder. And, you know, I ain't had no strap at the time. And, you know, who shall go remaining 
nameless, pulled the strap out and was like, shit, we got a problem here? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> and so it was about three, four straps we got pulled out. Yeah. And, we, and you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the types of things that nobody else can right. reimagine, recreate, or replace for me. What I have experienced with you is unique to me and you. Correct. You dig what I'm saying? Uh and I think, man, just 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 me and you sitting across the table from one another, I wanna tell you, man, that I appreciate all of your uh uh just everything that you've accomplished in the in the music business because it it uplifted trap music. Real shit. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. If, trap music was just me by my motherfucking self. Right. And the more motherfuckers that include themselves and say, yeah, nigga, that's my story too. Yeah, I can add on something to that. I can add on something to that. Even Gucci. The nigga, what the nigga did, the nigga kind of, he enhanced what we already had built. So how I feel about him, you know what I'm saying, doesn't affect my appreciation for his contribution. How I feel about you is enhanced by your contribution. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? Push a T. You know what I'm saying? He broadened that motherfucker and stretched it, stretched it up to, to Virginia. Boosie. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so many. Thug. Future. Right, right. It's so many motherfuckers. Right. It's so many motherfuckers who have contributed to the art form of trap music that I, me as as the motherfucker who thought about this shit firsthand, I can't do nothing but be appreciative. Shit. This shit is better than I deserve. Because this shit could have just been a classic album for me and me and me myself alone. You know what shit. I mean? And instead, you guys turned that I made it a dope-ass album and a dope-ass idea. You guys made it a genre and a culture that continues on to the day to be the most prolific genre in the business. Don't shit move a party like trap music. And man, I you know what I'm saying? I don't know how often you hear it, but shit, man. I salute you and I appreciate it. There it is, love. That love part. and respect. There it is. My now, G. what advice would you give 20-year-old Jesus? Yeah, man, keep your eyes on the prize. <laughs> Stack it all up, you know. Uh, man, just stay out the way, you know. Like, and, and think big, mm. think colossal. Don't you know? Just don't, just don't look at the hood. Like, cause twenty OGs could have been buying the block back then. That's right. You know, I just wanted a Bentley. I ain't, you know. That's that makes sense. You know, so. Yeah, you know, and it's crazy too because it's like if you knew what you if you knew then what you knew now, man. You know, <laughs> an old, old nigga told me one time, youth is wasted on the young. Mm. <laughs> young people have youth and don't know what the fuck to do with it. You know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? Now we get older and we understand the 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 value of life. Right. The value of our experiences uh, and the value of patience. Right. You know, and discernment. And I think that is, you know what I'm saying, that's one of the most valuable things we can learn. Now, what advice would you give a 20-year-old tip? Oh, man. Stay away from them fully automatic. <laughs> <laughs> All flash, no bang. <laughs> Stay away. Uh, no, but um, 
I would have told him, you know, back then that, um, you know, what he was, what, what he was getting into was uh, bigger than he could ever imagine, and that to, to stay focused. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I I seen the music, um, I seen the music path. I seen, but when I sat there in that theater and watched you next to Russell Crowe and Denzel, for me. That that was hope for for us, cause that that was something that we I I ain't seen that since Tupac and DMX. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, this shit can still happen. Yeah. And I was just told him to stay focused because that shit right there, you know that that that's a game changer. You know, music we gonna make that. That makes sense. But 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 history. Yeah. <laughs> that's that shit make itself right. You, know <laughs> you feel me? I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you. And finally. What's next for Jeezy that's not already? In oh his man, body this, of work? Biz, this business, man. I got, I got some things in the in. in the, man, in you the have company. a fucking cell phone company. Yes, sir, right here. You figures, have a fucking cell phone company, figures, bro. Figures Wireless, right here. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all check it out at figureswireless.net. Yeah, check it out at Figures Wireless. Um, shouts out to my partner Fred, my partner Freddie Figures. How'd you meet him? Uh, we just we just collabed, man. We knew some people. We sat down in the room. Um. You know, chopped it up. He told me his story. His story is dope uh, about how he came up, um, and we just connected. And he's a natural inventor by trade, yes, right? Yes, he invents. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, he invented, like, Life Alert, Cody Bing, dope. stuff like that. So, dope. you know, young, young brother, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told me about the phones, and, the, and the, um, the phones are dope. We got our own satellites, so we have our own service. Um so you can get your own figures wireless service. That's fine. Yeah, twenty nine ninety five. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. That's 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 a fixed rate. Fixed rate. You know, all in. All in. Thirty dollars a month. That's it. No matter what. That's it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but business for me, business movies, and um, you know, just like I say, you know, you know, I work at the gears, bro. Like for me, I'm a hustler, so you know, I'm always want to hustle you know what i'm saying that's yeah. that's that's what i that's what i love that's my fix yeah that's my thing you know what i mean so i boy uh we both know him and, and, and appreciate him man uh east side jody man he sent me a text and it was like you know a very informative text and it said hustler versus business person the difference between a hustle and a business is having a system in place being a business person is creating a business where you don't have to where you don't need to be present because a system has been created if your presence is required it's only a hustle and not a business Mm. in order to be successful you have to eventually transition from being a hustler into being a business person businessman being a woman or else you'll be hustling for the rest of your life there's a big difference Mm. now there's another time a youngster who got down is uh, on his way in the business and I look at Jody I look at Eastside Jody as a reflection of us. Absolutely. He came in the game on his own merit, doing his own thing, using his own money to create opportunities for himself. And for him to send me that is very, like, I appreciate knowledge. I love to learn. So to learn something from someone who I have taught things to is extremely valuable to me. 
So I just want to I want to give a shout out to him. And you yeah. become a business person because figures wireless doesn't require your presence. No, it's neither, neither this Avion tequila. You dig what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Neither you know neither this Sports 99. You know what I'm saying? What's Sports 99? Uh, my sports agents. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So shout out Sports 99. Congratulations on that. Appreciate that. Agency 99, which is my management company. Um, none of it really. You know, yeah. it just it, it, it just you know just. Sometimes your insight. That's right. You know, you put the right people in place. I mean, delegation is a big part of, uh, of, of, a, of a legacy. Absolutely. Now, we have a tradition here at Expeditiously, and it is uh, the word of the week. Okay? Now, the word of the week is a word that we use to enhance the listener's vocabulary. And, you know, it's usually a word that is chosen that will reflect the artist or the conversation? Oh, should I say it will reflect the guest and the conversation? Mm. Um, so for you, for this word of the week, I chose entrada. 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 Entrada, by definition, is a musical introduction or prelude. All right. Now, another thing I do, I like to use it in a sentence so people who listen, they can go on and motherfucking uh, use it at the water cooler at their job tomorrow like they knew the shit their whole life. They ain't got to give me no credit. They ain't mm. got to say it came from the Tip and Jesus Expeditionally mm. episode. They could just go out and use that shit at their own will. Now, the sentence I used is Jeezy's opening entrada to his live set was motherfucking genius. <laughs> like that. You dig what I'm saying? Now, I can't lie, bro. Now, I'm testing this word out because I have an upcoming project, so I had to get a feel for the word before I signed off on it. And to be honest with you, the shit felt pretty good. Okay. Shit felt pretty good. So, entrada, that's a word that you can look forward to hearing pretty soon. Got it. Entrada. Now, in closing... Is there anything that you want to clear up? Anything that you feel like people got you all wrong about? Any 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 rumors you want to dispel? And congratulations on your new relationship, man. For That's sure, a good for sure. look for you. My G. That's a good look for Already. you, man. I've been telling you for quite some time, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Listen, hey, man, listen, man. Peace of mind is priceless. Always. You dig what I'm saying? But is there anything that you would like to clear the air on? No, nah, I've been I've been really under the radar, man. Just doing doing what I do, so everything's pretty clear for me, you know. Uh, I can't even front. I mean, unless you got some. You got nah, some. <laughs> hell no. Nah, I mean, like, for real, bro. It is what it is, yeah, man. Yeah, that part. No, it, I'm good. It is what it I'm is. Good money. Because I know you gonna have your you have your own set of adversities and challenges. Oh no, no question. That's, I have that's my every day. That's I have day. my adversities and challenges, but when we come together, that shit really don't even really matter. Nah, man. It's about it's, it's about good energy, man. It just. Forward thinking, my G. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying, and, and keeping this shit going. And and I tell you all the time, like we don't realize, you know, how much we've done and the shit that we've accomplished because we always in it. Yeah, in real time. And if we when you're in the back, blender, you don't notice what's in there with you. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying. So you know, shouts out of that. But now, other than that, man, you know, shit. I'm, you know, it was a pleasure being here. Right on. You know, we finally got it done. Absolutely, man. And, We've been uh, trying to get this shit done for about three, four months now. There it is. And We're congratulations here. on all your success. For sure. Uh, Past, present, and future. 
Hey man, much much more success in all that you're doing, and I appreciate all that you've done. Love, Love and respect. There it is. This has been Expeditiously. Thanks for listening to Expeditiously. Now available on Spotify app and at podcastone.com. Expeditiously is produced, engineered, and edited by KC Morris. What makes a business a business? It's not the circumstances of a world that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that year, that decade. It's the everyday entrepreneur ready to put themselves out there. We're all sailing against the wind right now, but we will make it to shore. It's been done before, and we will do it again. To help you get started, we're offering websites, marketing tools, and guidance all for free. Learn more at GoDaddy.com. What makes a business a business? It's not the circumstances of a world that woke up on the wrong side of the bed that year, that decade. It's the everyday entrepreneur ready to put themselves out there. We're all sailing against the wind right now, but we will make it to shore. It's been done before, and we will do it again. To help you get started, we're offering websites, marketing tools, and guidance all for free. Learn more at GoDaddy.com.